Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, hello, lucky lady. Forrest. Hello. Oh, Forrest. <laughs> Why'd you go, wait, wait. Why'd you go, what? <laughs> I don't know what the Irish was, and I don't know why I called you a lucky lady. You called me a lucky lady. <laughs> tonight, tonight, beautiful. That completely threw lady. me. <laughs> I, I came in thinking I'm going to do a little bit, but oh, you just, right. you just, okay. Hey, look, you can call me a lady. You can call me whatever you want, my dear friend. Do you, do you know what? I, th- I think it's because I, I'm quite attracted to you tonight oh. because of your hair, your hairstyle. It's on fleek, isn't that it? Li- Honestly, the lovely, the little floppy uh, nature of the fringe is, that's getting me hot, hot under my white collar, that is, mate. I tell you, it is flopping about like nobody's If you want business. to see a uh, floppy fringe, well, you've got to watch this on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just get, let's just get that let's advert get, straight get out. Get it straight out. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, do you want me to tell you why it's like this? So I'm, I'm actually, Absolutely. I'm growing this on the top of my head a little bit longer than usual. Um, just so I, I just quite sometimes I think during the autumn I like having floppy hair. Don't know why. Mm. Just the thing, isn't it? I suppose just you run, something nice about running your hands through your hair. No, do you do that? Yeah. You don't do that, do you? Yeah. Well, I can't because my my hair is so thick. It's it's just like an obstacle that can't move me. So <laughs> you know, I I don't, I don't really have your the wonderful straight like. I I love like, how your hair grows outwards yes i i i just get it i just get afro that's me mate afro, and everywhere you as well let it Beard, go. just out just let it yeah. go i mean have you seen have you seen me tonight <laughs> <laughs> but this is as far as it goes well. though isn't it for you you're going to probably go to the bobs this weekend right yeah yeah and just like i can't I, because otherwise it would just be uncontrollable it be you know you'd be where do I find Forrest and all that? Like, it's what, unbelievable. I love it though. I think earth. it's great. It's like a, you're like a teddy bear. You're like a cute oh. teddy bear. We just want to, oh, you know. Oh. Well, in that case, that if that's not drive me, uh, let me keep it. We are flirting today. All right, we are. That's, oh, yo, that's yo, how yo. we're kicking off You've this episode. The, you're, you're slurping a brew dog. I am. That's how you're started today. Look at you, punk IPA. There's a cheeky little alcohol free in the fridge, and it's absolutely ice cold. It is delightful. It's been in that fridge for flip oh, for ages. It's on my forehead. Oh, that's that is nice. That's nice. Um, Forrest, before we do anything, I need to tell you something. Mm. I, you do. You do. <laughs> do you? Do. No, no, no. Seriously, do listen, Andy. I've got to tell you all this. Forrest, I woke up at 7 o'clock this morning. My kids aren't very well. It's that typical kind of second week into the term where everybody gets ill. When I say everybody, I mean kids. Um, Fresh as flu. It's kind of that. It is. Um, but anyway, they've all got like chest infections. We're not sleeping very well. Neither of us are. Um, I woke up about 7 o'clock today, which is kind of normal anyway for any parent. But I got downstairs. I got on my phone. And 
for some reason, my phone told me... <laughs> my phone told me to order a Spider-Man limited edition PS5 console with the game. <laughs> oh... My God, because I you so you sent me a message this morning to say yeah. that, and I I misread it because and I because I forgot you you own a PS4. At the yeah, I'm only a PS4 player right and, now, and you're PS4, and so I misread it because I thought you just meant a skin for your PS5, forgetting you don't currently have a PS5. No. So I was like, oh, brilliant, fantastic, and then I was like, oh shit, you've gone like full out. Yeah, I and and what. And what you haven't said is, you 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 know, Rach is unaware of this. <laughs> she she's going to find out via this podcast. That's why I had to say it she fairly still doesn't quietly. Know. No, no. <gasps> so oh my <laughs> this God, is my I, confession. You know, <laughs> this is my confession. I you know, and I I know Rach. Rach is you know, she is an accepting person, a t- quite tolerant person. She is. Um, but I, I can only assume that's going to go down like shitting in, in the door. You're going to have to like, come back next well week, dear listener, to find out how it goes. I might, I, so, might, I, might, I might not have a PS5 or a PS4 or a house to live in. Was the, <laughs> what, was, was the, what was the cost? Was it on sale or? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. And it's a brand new game, brand new skin. Controller. And... and Fairly new. Oh shit! The controller's, controller's got, got skin made. as well. Yeah, I mean it is great. It is really cool. Are you just gonna like when it arrives? You're gonna pretend a friend's got it? Yeah, I don't. You're just gonna be like, oh, I can't oh do my that. God, no, I can't. Who's gifted me? This? <laughs> I would say it's you. He's <laughs> All right. yeah. Forrest just got you know. He thought we're doing really well at the moment. <laughs> you know, we get it. we've earned absolutely nothing for the podcast. But he's 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 looking at it long term, and he's thought right. Let's start gaming. Let's go hard or go home. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, Matt, don't scare me. Hello, Matthew. Oh, no. Hello, Matt. Earth to Matthew. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Maybe Rach has already found out. I reckon Rach has found out, pulled his internet, and and that's it. That's that's the last we've ever heard from Matt. He's returning. Hello. <laughs> For God's sake. Hello, mate. It just it literally the internet just done that glitch where it just bleeps itself off and comes back on. Oh, uh, I was just um, I was saying to everybody that actually did Rach come into the room, hear what he had to say, <laughs> tore you a new one, and just ripped yeah, off the should... internet. I should have come back on like, oh my god, guys, I gotta go. Oh no, I'm Peggy. And, now, and now Peggy's in it. Peggy, no. Uh, Please don't do what you've done before. That's good. Good thought. Yeah, come off the table. Off the table. Uh, there we go. Anyway, we have spent seven minutes oh, not talking about the thing we have come here to talk about in this episode. And it's one particular episode that i've been looking forward to for a very long time i do feel like i've said that a lot over the last few weeks but we've had some really great movies and tv shows um but this is our first of the two parter of us reviewing moon knight 
is the first ever time uh, once this goes live on YouTube that you'll actually see us during that intro. Absolutely biz- rocking out. <laughs> what a bizarre state of affairs that we've got to. After I felt like we were just eyeballing each other during that bit. Yeah, a bit too much, mate. I, I it's quite felt, intense. You know, that was stuff. <laughs> <laughs> extremely intense um but yes moon knight we're here moon we so this means we are now in 2022's <gasps> mcu uh film and tv god mad that's mad it? that's mad We've, we are yeah march 22 so we're nearly at the point where this podcast first first was released very close so yeah we have we are massively caught up in yeah. near about a year and a half. It'll come up to a year and a half in a couple, in a couple of months, a few months. It's mad to think that we've got through so much content. But like I was, you know, I was actually thinking about all the other legacy characters, the DC Elseworlds, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that we've still yet to have, to, you know, to review. So I'm actually quite looking forward to when we do catch up and what this this podcast will be in format, what we'll be able to do. There's going to be all kinds of things we'll be able to kind of like shake up. Um, But like I, you know, talking about Moon Knight, this is a series that when I watched it the first time, so this is the second viewing for me, I loved. I absolutely adored it the first time round. And if we go straight into overview thoughts, um, we are going to be reviewing episode one to three in this episode. And then next week, we're going to be talking about episode four to six this is how we do it with our with our disney mcu tv series so we're going to do it with moon knight as well there's only six episodes and in terms of length they're kind of like feature aren't they well mm. i say feature feature for yeah. tv shows yeah reasonably, reasonably long 50, yeah. about, i think about 45 50 minutes excluding end yeah. credits i'd say yeah 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 it's fine i mean okay so um second time watching it Finding moments I really enjoyed, I enjoyed even more. But mm. I've also found moments where I was like, oh, God, I don't like this moment as much. And I don't know whether it was second time watching or the fact that I wasn't fully in it or I knew that it was coming. That There were some things in narrative and pacing with mm. uh, these three episodes that I actually found myself switching off, um, which, is, which is not going to... I'm not going to completely slate that and make that that the, the thing like, oh, it's not actually that good. It is still very good. I still really, really enjoyed it. I still think that this has got to be one of the most groundbreaking um, superhero origin introductions to the MCU for a very long time in terms of the layers that this character has and how it's portrayed through the TV show. I love Moon Knight, and I'll say that now, and I'm looking forward to see what happens f- next but i'm a little bit worried at the same time i don't know about you there's no real news going on about moon knight and whether there's another series or there's kind of hints that there's another series or that will be definitely kind of used in the movie projects coming up and stuff but still nothing really concrete um oscar isaac's just performance just throughout flipping brilliant layered in every way with mark stephen um it just all he just plays it to the absolute hilt and it's enjoyable for me um and enjoyable for the character in terms of developing it forward so i think the first three episodes were good we'll di- we'll dive into each episode in a minute but those are my overview thoughts what are yours mate 
Ooh, lovely, lovely overview thoughts. Uh, so for me, uh, this is new series. Hadn't watched it before. Uh, you know, I kind of knew going into it, brand new territory. Um, uh, it's, you know, looking at uh, Greek mythology. Is that correct to say? It's Egyptian, isn't it? Egyptian. So not Greek. Yes, definitely not Greek. Egyptian mythology. <laughs> Egyptian uh, gods and stuff, yeah. It's looking at gods. Yeah. It's and pyramids <laughs> and things of old. That's what it's looking at. It's not not quite Greece, but not, not Greece, not Greece. You know, there's no like sea serpents or any of that. So it's <laughs> deep rooted in Egypt. Um, and yeah, uh, so. A lot, uh, but actually, as you say that, yeah. as you say Greece and Egyptian Egyptian gods and all that kind of stuff. There is a um, a cosmic link in the MCU that is pretty much confirmed because when we go later on, when we get to review Love and Thunder, there's a moment where we have Zeus on and in that Hall of the Gods, there is a mixture of Greek gods, Egyptian gods, Aztec gods, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there are there is a cosmic link to be and found. And that's ex- exactly what I was thinking of as I said. Uh, I know, mate. I know. There, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. So, yeah, three episodes in. I don't know how this ends. I don't know how the final three episodes go. I think I I would uh, agree that actually, um, you know, it, it breaks new ground. It's really interesting. It's one of the most exciting ways uh, to bring in a new hero. Um, likewise, there are pacing issues. These first three episodes in isolation, there are some pacing issues. There are yeah. some... You know, I, I, one particular character that I do not get on, on with, um, there is odd ways that they have um, exposed, uh, like the exposition of certain uh, story points are quite odd for me. Um, yeah, but I, 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 I overall really enjoyed it. Lots to talk. I've been really interested to start talking about this, um, just purely because actually I think there's quite a lot to talk about. There is. I, I think there's. You can break this down quite a bit, um, and we could talk about it for absolutely ages. But I think let's just crack on with episode one of Moon Knight. So, opening moments, mate. What do you think in terms of like meeting Stephen? Mm. I it's episode one by far my favourite of the three episodes. I thought yeah. it was brilliant. I thought it established its own identity. Um, you know, we we get to meet the characters uh, like really well. Oh, uh, Oscar Isaac, I, I think, is brilliant. Um, I I love the character of Stephen Grant, um, and I love the kind of. Um, but obviously, you know, we're both British, so we're getting that kind of British humour, those British landmarks. Mm-hmm. Um, it also it done a really good job in the first few minutes of episode one to kind of raise a lot of questions. Uh, you know what? You know what is uh, the sand? Why is he? You know, um, handcuffed but not handcuffed. Leg leg cuffed. Why is he mm. stuck to the bed? Leg yeah. cuffed. Is that a word? Leg cuffed. Leg, ankle leg cuffed. cuffed. Ankle cuffed. Ankle chain. Chain to the bed. Um, <laughs> so many questions. Um, but yes, I, and I love I love that, and I actually the first episode um, kind of answered those questions that you had 
um, or well, answered some of. There are there were quite a few questions that weren't answered in that first episode, but it, it did a really good job. It did a really good job of adding suspense. Uh, the cinematography was good. Um, yeah, really really nice. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was funny, and and that's the the comedy from episode one was interesting yeah when you when you get to episodes two and three it felt like for a moment edgar wright did the first mm. 20 minutes yes apps absolutely agreed absolutely do you know what agreed. i mean in yeah, terms yeah, yeah. of the way that the lines were delivered the comedy the, the quickness of the shots the way that they were kind of they were doing there were some extreme close-ups they were on a kind of like slight hill stuff like there were edgar wright isms in mm. this um, episode and maybe that's what we enjoyed so much and again you know when we you know we you know Oscar Isaac isn't a, a British actor so in terms of his accent I think it's pretty pretty good actually um, and I think he does a pretty good job um, on the whole but there were the um, it, it's the um, god what's the song it's called A Man Without Love um, by, by and get this name Ingelbert Humperdinck <gasps> didn't he do Eurovision one year Honestly, that is your mastermind thing, is then Eurovision. Yeah, yeah. You know hey, your Eurovision, don't I, you? I've heard the word Inkelbert and I've I've gone straight into Eurovision. <laughs> Bish bash bosh, straight done. Um but yes, the <laughs> It's a good song, right? I like hey, it. Oh, it's a fantastic song. What a song. I think so what's nice in the in this is that we don't meet we don't meet him at a place where he's first discovering he's having these kind of outer body visions or he feels like he's you know blacking out and becoming somebody else we're kind of straight into it we know he knows that he's been experiencing these types of things he doesn't know why doesn't know how but we sort of come at a sort of like the the beginning parts of him sort of understanding of what's happening and and you know and as well when he then gets transported into uh, a completely on that field for the first time when he wakes up and Mark's clearly gone on a mission. That's when it first unfolds. But in terms of the absolute cold opening, what did you think about Ethan Hawke's first bit? It's when he he gets a glass, he drinks water out of it, he smashes it, he puts glass in his sandals. Yeah, yes, uh, it was strange. It, it was a bit strange, and it, and it, and again, it's kind of um, it, it kind of matches the weirdness with the sand by the bed, right? Yeah. Because as far as I'm aware, and and I like I say I haven't watched the last three episodes. Within the episodes we've watched, there's still not an answer with that. No, no. And I don't know if that does get does that get answered. What the sand? Yeah, he puts sand by the bed, right? Yeah, he and does. I, it's just, but it's. I think it's just a tactic, isn't it? He's got layers upon layers of tactics on yeah, trying but, to track whether he probably actually is leaving the house or not, or it's just dreams. Because yeah, he wakes up again, doesn't he, in the bed, and he's kind of like relieved that it yes. was just a dream. I see. I see. So he's not sure. I think that's what I mean by in terms of like he still isn't understanding fully what's going on but he still thinks he's just dreaming that he's somebody else mm. or he's experienced something else yes yeah i i think i think maybe it required for me if this was truly edgar wright 
we would all it would have almost been like i don't know we would have we would have seen the first night of it or we would have yeah. seen a montage of dreams that has led him to this moment i felt like it was missing that to kind of put the context in of being like oh, okay yeah got you this is what he's doing trying to work this out right and now and now we're at present day and things are about to you know move up a notch yeah you know what i mean yeah i, I feel like it, it missed that for me it was like here's a lot of things to try and decode which is great but i for me it was it was almost too i, I just wanted like a five years earlier segment at some point that kind of went this was the first time this happened because mm. he would you know he's not he doesn't know what's going on so when it yeah. first when his body was first used as an avatar then he wouldn't have known that right so yeah why not I, I i was thinking when in the first episode and i was like why isn't layla introduced earlier because he doesn't have like a sidekick or like uh, somebody to work off of in his scenes. It's just him. And actually, you can tell that it was deliberately done because in terms of the fact that he calls his mum and all that kind yeah. of stuff, he um, he seeks solace in a um, statue outdoor art person, you know, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, gut yeah. man in gold. I think that those moments are really, really great. And also, that you know, he's confused that he's been offered a date by this girl who he knows nothing of, who he works with. You know, he's got no friends. Even the security guard doesn't know his name properly. So there's this kind of real isolation that Stephen Grant has. And you immediately empathise with him. Immediately. And you immediately kind of go, oh, God, bless his heart. You know, you know, this is this is what he's like. And the this is the thing. I know where this is going and you don't. So I yes. don't want to ruin anything here. But now, knowing where his character goes and knowing the reveals we get later in the episodes, I can really see the detail in in what's happening and the isolation is more apparent for me in that character second time round. Um, uh, and I think that's a good testament to kind of how the direction was with that moment in this, in this particularly in the first episode. Um, and as well, you know... Uh, Oscar Isaac's performance in that, but yeah, he's got nobody to kind of work off of, so it's it's us just just following his story, his moment there, which I which I really like, you know, and and I feel the kind of average guy life, right? I, yeah. I really enjoy that, and that's what that's what brings the Edgar Wright out. I think you know when you look at Shaun of the Dead, you're looking at Hoffa. These are just real real people and real lives, and the kind of mundane like mundane lives and then and then something extraordinary happening in that person's mundane yeah. life and and what and what i i think you know after the three episodes i think the grand the grandness of it all loses that appeal of the first episode and i yeah. I, I think it, I get it, go, yeah. it go it goes too big so quickly that it it loses that essence of the first episode which i really enjoyed and i thought that was that was going to continue perpetually alongside whatever the main you know moon knight esque was going to be yeah. it was it, you know it's kind it was kind of i suppose in a way what it, i felt it was 
it, it was going to be a show a bit like Dexter, and it wasn't. So it was going to be like, this is the guy by day, and then at night, Moon Knight, go, you know, mental things happen. Mm. Or like, you know, we meet Mark at night. But it, it was it wasn't Mark just takes over and and I, I don't know it, it felt like two different shows and actually I I think I would have preferred the first one. Yeah, I get you on that. I think the I started getting and this is the difference between the first time watching it, second time watching it. I started getting a little bit annoyed how quickly we kept going between Mark and Stephen in the first. Mm. You know, those kind of black, he's blacking out, next moment it jumps. And then, you know, as these episodes go along, the kind of fleeting between and then Mark taking over, it's kind of like whose story, because it is effectively, you know, three separate, two separate characters that we're seeing. So mm-hmm. whose story are we, you know, are we following, you know? Yeah. And investing and, in. Yeah, ex- exactly that. And it, it's like, and, and also. I think it's a weird one because every stage I was I was like oh okay that's the direction they've gone which ordinarily I would really enjoy something that's got like oh okay this is a surprise angle this is a surprise angle but I think a lot of the times where there was a surprise angle I was disappointed with the direction they went so yeah. for in, for instance that first episode we get um Stephen is uh, blacks out, and then we and then we jump to the next Stephen moment, right? And the kind yeah. of co- the bit of humour is about suddenly he's dripping in blood, and there's been a thing, and right? And I really enjoyed that, and I thought I thought okay, what we really call now would be for episode two to cover the moments that we didn't see. So then yeah. we get so we almost get like a this episode one Spencer, episode two Mark. What happened in that that kind of interlude which then over the course of the series we then go oh sh- okay that's why mark's doing what he's doing that's where you know this is what happened to mark this is how mark's actions are affecting spencer's life i, I that for me would have been so fun to watch whereas it was it was oh here's here's spencer here's why you should love spencer straight to mark we're only going to concentrate on mark now spencer will just be a backdrop and I'm like, mm. what? You just introduced me to a humour British like tale, like, mm. and now and now it's just okay. We're just in Egypt, and it's just going to be f- trying to find what they're trying to find, and and you've got to buy into that. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, isn't it? Because I mean, I think that in parcel parcel, that is what Moon Knight is. You know, in terms mm. of the character, there is so much to kind of unpack with those characters in its own right you've also got the thing of talking about egyptian mythology and Mm. getting the audience to understand that on a base level as well and knowing and understanding all these different gods and you know uh you know even yeah ethan hawke's characters you know um used to be the um avatar for moon knight i liked i i like that concept and what we didn't get in those first three episodes was a flashback, maybe as Ethan Hawke, as Moon Knight. That might, that's what I would have liked to have seen as a cold opening, mm. is yes. either him as Moon Knight, departing as Moon Knight, or just it's just being introduced to Moon Knight immediately, it, you know, maybe by somebody else. Do we, we do at the end? That? No, but at the start, I thought, because we see, we see Hawke, 
and then we see the suit in the middle of a um, a pyramid. It, there's, he's like stood up, like, and you just see his back. And I thought that was him in the Moon Knight in the costume. No, that's just him walking, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. He puts the shoes on. Maybe he just walks. He just walks with his cane. I, I thought you see the suit. Maybe not. No, maybe I don't. Not. I mean, if you did, I missed that. Dear listener, do tell us if that is the case. But um, yeah. So, and I think you know we're, we're probably at the point already to kind of. I think episode two, we're kind of le- leaning on to episode two purely because. I found that episode two, and um, please ignore the fact that Peggy is having a, a manic two minutes. She's, I don't know whether she's she's just gone gone for a poo and now she's got the zoomies. I don't know what's happening here, but <laughs> she's absolutely jumping around like there's no no tomorrow. Um, so ignore that. It's madness. Um, starts looking at the roof and then starts jumping up on doors. It's bizarre. Oh, my God. It's like parkour, Matt. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> anyway, sidetrack massively. But yeah, episode two for me is so much waffle and so it's not filler because it's telling you what you need to know. But fucking hell, it happens in the most driest way they could possibly have done it. Harrow, Harrow, and I think at the time is he is it is it Harrow and Stephen or is Mark taken over? I think it's Stephen, isn't it? He's explaining. Yeah, it, to it is. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it oh, it's so dry. The conversations are so dry, and that's where you could have done with a flashback to be like, this is the story. You know, this is like a bit more action to it. Like, who is um, Konshu? I said that correctly? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, Konshu, uh, you did. Konshu, oh, fantastic, thank you. Uh, here's, you know, here's Konshu's background. Like, it, it's, it's a, ma- these are massive tales. These are yeah. massive characters. Do it visually. Don't put yeah. a fucking one-to-one conversation where they talk about this whole history and all of this lore without us being able to actually watch any of it. Yeah, Bizarre. That- Absolutely, it's too much talking in episode two, and maybe they felt like they need to to just sort of just give the character development out a little bit more and to sort of like get the narrative driving. But mate, yeah, I was just like, I just want to see some more fighting. When they release and, and reveal Moon Knight in his in his uh, in his outfit, it's such a cool outfit, I, and I've got to say, that's got to be one of the best outfits that. I I know in MCU kind of comic book history, like 100%. the way it's put together, the mystique around it. It obviously gives us all. You know, I don't know about anybody anybody else, but if, dear listener, if you play Assassin's Creed, it gives me Assassin's Creed vibes, which is great for me because I was obsessed with those games when they first came out, just with the hood. But like, it's just so. Um, Anonymous. It's the the fact that it's just you know this all white outfit that's kind of mummified in a way when it goes on as well. The way that the suit goes on, you know, it's just brilliant. And mm. I wanted to see more of that, more moments of him just kicking ass. We do get it late, kind of midway through when he has kind of like this um outdoor sort of street fight scene where he's fighting the um running scary dogs. Can't remember what they're called now. Um. And uh, Layla's there, sort of like, talk, you know, talking him through it and all that kind of stuff. And then he and Stephen, 
um finds his own suit when he when he dons uh oh, yeah, yeah. He, he got his own little smart you know smart version of moon knight and i was like brilliant because yeah. i was really interested when i first watched this i was like how are they gonna we've got different outfits are they different people are they different superheroes you know yeah. they are different you know alter egos of of moon knight which i think is brilliant you know this kind of like smarter version and again that outfit is just absolutely brilliant i'm really hoping mate at mcm comic-con we're gonna see a few moon knights because you can Ooh. bet your bottom dollar i'm getting some photos with them because that is top of my it's, list yeah 100 percent agree it's, su- it's such a clean outfit it just looks yes it nice clean. like it's not like you know that it's not a uh an iron man with loads of different embezzle bits and different color it's just clean precise like just lovely really nice there's um easter eggs throughout this whole series but there is one in particular in the storage unit scene in episode two there's a qr code um in the storage unit and if you scan if you pause the frame and scan the qr code they are all links to a comic book um did you know that no yeah should do it so for for next for next week Try and find those QR codes in each oh. episode, and then you scan it, and then it leads you to a to a comic book. But the reason why I'm saying this one because episode two is actually a comic book that then goes to Werewolf by Midnight, Werewolf by Night. Ooh. Yeah, which is what oh. we need to review. Which is also I don't know if you've noticed coming out in color later next yes. month. Yes, can't wait. Which Absolute I think buzzing. when we get to it. Do we do we watch it in colour or black and white or do we do both? Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Maybe we maybe. review one in colour. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the first one we do colour and black and white. Yeah. Yeah. That but that's the one MCU project I've never seen. Yeah. Me and you both, mate. We're, yeah. we're both coming in blind to that. Yeah. Um but yeah, the yeah, I so episode two we're we're, we're kind of on, um, and as a, as I say, the, the Harrow we get introduced Arthur Harrow properly, uh, having seen him in the first episode, um, we get you know we see a lot more of of Mark, um, and we also get introduced to Konshu. I think we, you know it's we a do. big episode of kind of meeting several big parts to this series what's your um, thoughts on the look of Konshu? um i i i quite like it it's, it's gonna it's gone a bit of a commedia dell'arte italian Ooh. comedy vibe you know because it's that kind of trestle masky don't you think are you saying Konshu's funny i uh, i uh, well who knows, mate? Is the the, the image of his face? I, I would you... say he looks funny. He does act. There are funny moments. To be fair, there are moments where he's quite funny. To be fair, but I, but, like... but it does look like a trestle. That looks like oh, a monster, yeah. mate. That looks yeah. like a comedian. You know, an Italian. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I've got no thing is I've got nothing to base it on because I've Bit never known yeah. that character before. Do you know what I mean? It's the elevator scene for me where. Country kind of like arrives for it's still that kind of classic kind of like horror moment. But like mate, I'd be shit a brick if that was me. If mm. Conchu was coming to me like that, I'd be absolutely fucking running away, mate. Don't be a hero. I'd be running out of that window. Yeah. 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 Like I I absolutely love the, the look of Conchu. Uh the one gripe that I have with it, it's just again I think again just 
visual effects <laughs> i think on the whole especially in that if we go back to the first episode in that car chase scene some of the visual effects with those cars going off the cliffs and all that kind of stuff the boulders coming down or over the cliffs really bad visual effects um unfinished unpolished and i got moments like that with Konshu where it just felt like i was watching a ps4 scene um but it is voiced by f murray abraham and i've got to say his voice is incredible, absolutely mm. brilliant. I th- yeah, I I, abs- I I really love I love the voice of Konju. Um and I think episode three, funnily enough, when it come like Konju uses Mark to kind of speak through, so yeah, when all the all the gods yeah. are kind of meeting all the gods up. are around. Um, and I, I I love that, and I think the voice the voice is outstanding, like the voice work on that. So it's interesting. The um, the Egyptian gods are effectively taking a book out of the scrolls uh, identity, aren't they? Because these gods mm. are inhabited by these human beings, and they speak on behalf of them. Uh, is that right? Or yes. are they the gods that are just living around the earth? I think it's yeah, the first I, one. Yes, because I'd, yeah, I. <laughs> It, and again, you know, this kind of speaks volumes to the first three episodes. It's like you kind of you learn a lot, but you almost learn nothing. Like, I, I, it took me ages to piece together what what they were finding, and what mm-hmm. and what and why. It's, it's, yeah, it seemed it, it feels like a lot of different things happening, and you you are as the viewer are having to kind of piece a hell of a lot of it together. Yeah, but again. I want to say again, I have not watched four, five, and six. So I, I, I've got a feeling once I watch four, five, and six, some of these questions inside my head where I'm a bit like, what is that? Hopefully we'll get answered. <laughs> or not. You never know. Well, yeah, that's, that's it. probably probably 95% certain that I'll just be like, no, I, I, I still have no idea what this is about. <laughs> Happy days. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, yeah, so uh, episode two, what we uh, we meet um, Layla. Mm-hmm. We do indeed. We meet Layla. Uh, who is we meet the, Layla. the wife of Mark Spector. Yes. Uh, May Kalamaui. Kalamaui? Kalamaui. Um, plays Layla. And I immediately want to say that that actress... Right, so May needs to audition for Tomb Raider. Oh, could you imagine that actress as Lara Croft? Yeah, I can. 
I think she'd be amazing, mate. I I think she's brilliant in this. Layla, you know, know, the actress is absolutely fantastic. And I, I, it's again, I wish she was kind of introduced in the first episode because I'd like to learn more. And we do get, I think, there's something, I think, for her character that happens at the end of this series that I, God, pray, wish that happened earlier because it's very cool. Um, Ooh. But I'll leave that as a little tease for you. But yeah, Ooh. her performance is great, mate. Great. It's, it's great. And really cool introduction. Um, I, I like that she, you know, one thing I got from episode three is that, and I don't know if I'm, you know, reading too much into it, but she was she was giving Stephen the twinkly little, light, little eyeballs. Like, is she, she falling in love with Stephen or is it Mark that she's still... I, it's like falling in love with somebody completely different. That's interesting, I, you yeah. know, as a concept. Because uh, it's basically like, you know, Mark, Mark's Mark's the kind of prick that you like, you want to be seen with because he's cool. <laughs> you know, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah you know, I'm, go- I'm going out with, a, with the guy who's going to punch you in the face if you dick around. Versus, oh, Stephen, he's such a lovely guy. You know, he's, he comes up with such beautiful jokes, and and we we have so many we have so many interests that we just oh we can just spend the night looking at the stars and talking about you know what those planets are. It's just gorgeous. That oh, is such so, a sweetheart. Oh, I love that. But it's true, though. It? <laughs> but it is true. It's true. It's true. It's like it's, and that's I love that, and I yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed that, and 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 you know, there's it, so many things in these three episodes. I'm like more of that and less of that, and and, yeah. what, what, and I think you know we're talking about episode two, so sort of rolling back a bit. What are your thoughts about Arthur Harrow and Ethan Hawke who? who acts that character. Yeah. Um, uh, I really like the concept that he was once the avatar of Moon Knight. I like the concept that he is serving Amit and he's and he wants to bring justice to the world. Very um, fantasy kind of vibes as well in terms of like bringing everybody to judgment, you know, and let Amit be the decider of that. Serving something else, someone else. I Holy and then thou kind of all of that concept I like, but it's not new. Let's be honest. In the MCU, we've had that a lot. Um, it just falls flat a little bit. It's not. He's not maniacal. He's also not completely evil. Like I think there yes. is also um, like he genuinely is concerned for Mark because he's 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 trying to find Mark. Not yes. Stephen, but then Stephen gets into the mix of it. You know, he empathizes with him. He just he wants to basically. You can tell he just honestly wants to warn him. Go look, please don't don't be don't listen to Conchu. He yeah. will fuck things up for you. And at, you know, so there's this kind of anti-hero-ness to him, maybe, but it's not really defined, um, no. which I think muddies his character a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I agree with all of that. I. I... For me, it's it, he didn't stay truly evil enough uh, enough uh, for mm. long enough. 
So yeah. first episode, first thing we see, we see the tattoo, we see it, you know, he, he kills someone because they're on the wrong side of the scales, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. And 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 but and then we and then he talks a lot, and then by by the end of episode two, he's just he's just a regular character who's a little a little bit evil, but doing it for the right reason. Yeah. Whereas I wanted I, either more mystery for much longer, much darker edgier character you're not getting all the reveals from him you know maybe that second episode needed someone else to speak to steven about mm -hmm. you know like you say bring layla in earlier bring yeah. layla in earlier get layla to do all of the kind of here's you know here's where we're at here's what's going on uh and then and leave harrow out of it to make him more of a mysterious character so that in the end you then go oh shit so uh, you know after all of this actually he was doing it for the right reasons or yeah um or so that it either needed a character like that or a character who was far more kind of um almost almost joker-esque a bit more, mm, like yeah. a bit more fascinating to watch, and a bit yeah. more off the rails, right? And a little bit more like, whoa, because it, it's just too in the middle vanilla for me. It's like, oh, uh, you know, utter chatterbox and a little bit evil, and it, yeah, there's, it, there's just no edge there. I'm just like, it's, bit, I find him a bit boring to watch. I'm yeah, I think I think that's a fair comment. It's a fair comment. I think he is a little bit, you know, but I think it's at the de detriment of. Not cl not not much clarity in terms of the actual direction of of whether it's villain, antihero, vigilante, you know, whatever, um, super villain, wherever it could be. Um, but it's the I do like again the mythical gods kind of um, concept to it. I enjoy. We do get more of that later mm. in the episodes, but again, first time watching, I do remember kind of being like. Eh. Oh, so I'll be interested to know if my thoughts change. Going into episode three, um, mm. what I mean in in terms of again initial thoughts for me for episode three, it starts very slow again. It just doesn't doesn't hit massively. The 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 one bit I really enjoyed is um, where they go to the tomb, and uh, they have the fight sequence at the end there. In the night time, that's when that's when Ethan Hawke's arrow Harrow turns up again. Um, that final sequence is quite nice and climactic, but everything else in between just doesn't really hit. We do sort of get a little bit more about Layla and alluding to her father. So there's this, um, it's, it's a couple of Easter eggs around. I think around the fact that her father was a well-known archaeologist, and the thoughts are, and again, this is Easter egg, but mm. whether her father discovered Conchu's tomb and was killed by the Conchu's tomb by the discovery that it that that becomes an ulterior motive for Layla to destroy Conchu altogether you know mm. I, I mean again if I was watching this for the first time uh seeing more resentment from her mm. to go actually I, I you know I you know Mark Spectre you know I need to does she know that Mark's Moon Knight she does doesn't she yeah she does so mm. So it's about getting rid of that, I think. So she can, you know, maybe get rid of Conchu. I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I was just having a look at my notes there. And, and like, you know, Amit's tomb. you got Amit's tomb. Um, you 
great pyramid. You've got the pyramids of Giza. You've got, um, yeah, it, it, mm. there's, there's a lot of, I think the thing with this series uh, so far feels like I I actively am having to go online to read up about these yeah, things. You are, it yeah. Do, it doesn't feel like a self con- like contain I'm going to get everything I need from these episodes and yeah. that is where for me so far they've gone wrong. I I yeah, I would have preferred a much like smaller chunk of a series that covered far less but covered it in a far more interesting way. Uh and 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 uh, I, I don't know I I just feel like it's almost gone to the audience like if you you you're either going to really like this because this is the type of thing you're into or you're really not rather than yeah. we're going to convince you that mythology and gods and all of this is really interesting to watch even if it is mildly complicated to understand there's like and again i i, I don't know whether this is done deliberately or not but there's so many references i'm just so i've just glanced at a bunch of easter eggs I want to say, and this is so. I'm looking at a website on BuzzFeed on episode three Easter eggs. I want to say, out of the twenty that are here, about twelve of them are all references to comic books. So whether it's a line that then alludes to something that happened in the comics, the QR codes that are giving more context and references to the comics, I, I think that they actually are asking you to do a bit more research. To like either educate yourself about the Egyptian mythology and history, or to learn more from the source material in the comics. I do wonder whether that's a deliberate ploy, um, but I think that kind of falls fault to the actual narrative of the TV show, because if you really are having to do some research post every episode, I mean, I do it anyway. I'm always going to go into like new rock stars post an episode or. Uh, I always I always watch um, uh, Emergency Awesome on YouTube. He's absolutely fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But like they give you know all kinds of like insights and stuff into each episode. But like, do we have to do that? No. Do we just yeah. want to be able to sit and follow something easily? Yes. Do we just want a really good introduction to a you know comic book hero? Yes, we do want that. We do get it in certain bits, but again, just the first episode really hits for me. Second and third just fall flat a bit and again now thinking about it i'm not overly excited to go into the fourth episode i'm a bit annoyed about that i'm sad about that because (laughs) i did i did like it so i'm like why am i feeling like this now like it's it's interesting i think there must have been another show that we've done that i felt like this where i watched the first oh it's falcon the witness winter soldier yeah 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 yeah, falcon the winter soldier watched it the first time loved it second time round, like mm, like finding more moments where it would just upset me a bit more um but yeah i i know what well, how do you, are you are you looking forward to going into episode four five and six uh i th- I, th- I i don't know i you know I, are you getting fatigued no, already not getting no fa- not, not getting fatigued it's just not it should have been more episode one mate yeah it, it lent it lent me into one type of a show and then completely changed what type of show it is. Yeah. And the first version, like first episode, is something I would, I would avidly watch. I would watch that, you know, Shaun of the Dead style comic thing with a with Egyptian mythology. I'm all over, right? Yeah. An idiot's guide to Egyptian mythology. I'd have been all over. 
but no, they, it's changed far too much, far too quickly, and now I'm a bit like, yeah, I'm look, I'm, you know, I've got to watch it for next week, and hopefully I'll enjoy it. But I think if if this was a casual watch, I think actually I would have gone. Do you know what? I I know that MCU. I know I know. Yeah, I know that we might not get another series. It's not looking like it's going to link incredibly into other MCU characters. So I think actually I'd have gone, yeah, I don't know if I need to continue. I'll watch it when I've got a bit of spare time. So, which is sad, but hopefully it it will get better and I'll be like, oh yeah, back on board. What's your current crisp packet rating currently? And see, I'll be interested to know if it changes. Yeah, I I think current crisp packet would probably be um oh what would what would it mm, be it's, it, inter- it's, it's difficult isn't it it's a difficult this, one this it's a difficult, difficult one this is a difficult because there are some really good moments there are some really good bits of action there's there's i mean you talk about a layered character you know moon knight is it you know there's so much to unpack i reckon it would be what's the um Oh, Christ, what's that uh, brand that's the, you know, the steak ridged crisps? McCoy's. McCoy's, yeah. But it, but it's cheese and onion McCoy's. So it's like got the potential to be the steak ones, which are like, the, oh, that's yeah, why good. you buy McCoy's. But someone's gone, ah, they only had cheese and onion. And you're like, ooh. Yeah, it's a bit, ooh, it's a bit disappointing. So And they're it. really tangy. They're really tangy. yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think, you know, it had the opportunity to be a steak and it was cheese and onion. But I hope, you know, I'm hoping... So Might I'm graduate. Hoping three, yeah, four, five and six. By, by six, someone's, someone's gone, oh, actually, Straight mate, in. forget, part, put those cheese and onion away. Guess what I found at the back of the shop? Yep. The old steak Steak, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to be going, oh, the steak... And we're like, oh, this is just how I remember the McCoys. <laughs> oh, oh, it's McCoy all over my face. Uh, I, yeah. I'm going to say, yep. sticking with McCoys, these are like a half-empty packet of steak McCoys. What I want it to be is like a whole sharing pack. That's what I want it to be. <laughs> but it's currently half-empty single pack. No sharer, yeah. but I want it to be a sharer. I want it to be full to the brim, but it's not. Yeah. But I'm hoping it will. And maybe, maybe the next episode, maybe next week, we'll watch four, five, and six, and it just all kicks off. There Ooh. are, and again, I know what he- I know where this is going. So I, I am very interested to get your thoughts on the twists here and there. Um, mm. But there is a lot of character, there are a lot of character development with Moon Knight. Um, so. I'd be interested to see what that is. I'm adding to the analogy of the McCoys, by the way, mate, because I'm thinking about this, you know, really carefully here. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's also like, you know, I was saying earlier where, you know, there's surprises in the episodes, but they're not, they don't quite go the way you want them to. So it's yeah. almost like you, you've opened that, they've gone, oh, I found you a state pack. You've gone, oh, shit, it's half full. But not only that, you've opened that McCoy pack. They've given you a pack of McCoys with no ridges. Oh my god, no! So you're like, oh my god, no. that's, a, that's a surprise, a nasty surprise. No, that's what I, yeah, it's like a Walker's no. crisp, but in McCoy. 
and you've oh, gone. that's offensive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where's the taste? Where's, Where's the crunch? The Where's the crunch? But that <laughs> is it. That is yeah. what the McCoys are all famous for. It's the crunch, right? Yeah, yeah. You go in there to get a hefty snack. That's what it is. It's a hefty crisp, <laughs> right? You could, like, if you tried to break it in your hand, it would, like, mm. embed into your palm. Like, it would say, oh. ah, it's so sharp. I like, it's that. so hefty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic, what, an, what a reason for a first aid incident. Get me exactly. a plaster. Get me a plaster. I've been McCoyed. I've got me McCoyed. I've got a McCoy in me. <laughs> yeah, Don't be so coy. I've got a McCoy in me. <laughs> See you next week, mate. <laughs> See you next week, my friend. <laughs> oh, so you're four, five, and six next week. Look yeah. forward to it. I'll see Let's you do then, it. boy. See you later. Bye, Ciao buddy. for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be a Hero podcast. If you have any comments, feedback, or any thoughts, Email us at don't be a hero podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be a Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be a Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.